The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 599. 590. Oh, careful, Wolfie. I mean, careful me. I guess I'm the one who swung too wildly there. Got a, got a shovel upside the head. All right, well, let's, I guess, let's recover Wolfie's health from that little incident. It was an incident, an accident and an incident. Uh, let's secure the previous episode's hidey hole. Let's uh, organize some inventory. Gotta make sure we get some pigs now that we... Had to recover his wolfy health, wolfy health, wolfie's health, uh, and continue on, like I said, with episode five. Whoop, I didn't, whoop, 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 yeah, <laughs> almost made another mistake. Come on, come on, there we go, all right. Wouldn't have been the first time we didn't uh, make Wolfie sit up and, and be like, where is Wolfie, why, why has he not followed? No, no, not this day, not on episode 599 for your Thursday July 28th, 2016. We're actually, I just checked before we, well, it's, you can't not check because you have to load the game from the uh, the world load system, but uh, apparently we just surpassed 22,000 megabytes of the world save for the Farlands or Bus world here, just traveling in one direction in Minecraft. 22,029.9 megabytes, Minecraft says this world save is, and I, I believe it, so... Theoretically, just over 22 gigs, 22 gigs of the world save file here. It's pretty crazy indeed. Woo, surfing. Pretty crazy. But we're continuing on. We are continuing on indeed. Yeah, that, that offset. That offset, though, is uh, a little bit crazy when you go this direction as opposed to just trying to go in one direction here. So very cool. And also another number, we are up to 37, $37,761.73 raised for Child's Play Charity this season, season six of Far Lands or Busts, helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world as we've been supporting, uh-oh, can't, cannot reach, as we've been supporting for over five years. Farlinesbus.com to keep donating. And of course, this season's goal for season six is $60,000. We're at 62% right now. But a little bit of a mini goal once we reach $40,000. Very close, very close. I have I have promised to participate woof, in the latest Mindcrack modded server, the Crack Pack. A bunch of crazy mods they put together for a mod pack, and everybody's really been having a lot of activity on that server. So I said, despite my previous and ongoing uh, leanings against modded Minecraft, I will participate and check it out. Ooh, I have been watching CoStar and Justin playing on that with uh, Ko's nightly streams. 
and they're recently like traveling with rockets to the moon and, and doing all crazy stuff like that. I don't know to what degree I would be involved in such things, what with all the millions of little minuscule steps and materials and foundries and power thingamabobs are required to just like make one ingot of iron or something. Careful love, what was that all about? But uh, yeah, I'm, that, that'll be interesting once we get to $40,000 for Child's Play Charity. Like I said, farmlandsabus.com. And of course, more importantly, you're helping get those toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Ooh, look at this. It's like a crazy desert. Crazy desert. It's all the sand blew in from over yonder. So yeah, let's, uh, let's do that indeed. As we continue on here in Farlands of Bus. A little bit of a... As I mentioned, <laughs> I, I was on a roll, but then the roll ceased to roll. It, it came to a resounding halt. Uh, like I said, with, with keeping up with the Farlands of Busta stuff. Busta stuff? Farlands of Bustitude and, and, and vidges and things. Uh, a little bit of a... Things taken away my, my attention from that here. And uh, I can I can say, oh, sorry about that, but I know <laughs> everybody just in response is like, that's fine, take your time, we're 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 fine, we're we're dealing, and uh, I, I really do wish I could continue up with this stuff, but it's uh, we're, I'm looking forward, looking forward to to continuing in the future here. Just the next uh, couple weeks or so, is still going to be a little bit. Hiatus-y, I suppose. There's still a little bit of a sprinkle of hiatus here in the next couple weeks, but I swear, I swear it's to you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting back on the, the, the horse, I suppose. As getting, getting back on the wolf as, as we're continuing on here, and I'm really looking forward to it. Specifically, yeah, with, with getting closer and about to be reaching this, this charity goal uh, and the crack pack stuff. Uh, today I'm going to be participating in the, the Mind Crack podcast, so whenever that comes out, I'm going to be the guest on that. So, yeah, really, really, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I really am. you got to give me a chance. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, but I've, I've talked at length about that stuff. Y'all don't want to hear it. But uh, something that is coming up, that we know is coming up, oh, there's some pigs, is uh, this this whole Windows 10 free upgrade thing is expiring here at the end of the month. And my old computer, my new computer is running Windows 10 after much, much strife and struggle. It, it finally is, is running Windows 10 uh, on the new computer I built. Oop, I already got that. But the old one, the one that is right now my rendering computer, still running Windows 7. And I think I'm, I think I'm not gonna take the free upgrade. I think I'm gonna go down with the ship <laughs> on that one, simply because I'm not ready. What with, like I said, with the hiatus and stuff, if I was maybe working 100% on all cylinders and I'd be able to upgrade, then I, I probably would. Because the thing is, is, I'm using such old software. I'm using like Adobe, you know, my Photoshop and all my other Adobe programs are like, what is it? I think I'm running Adobe CS2 or 3. I don't know that those work on Windows 10, first of all. Uh, I'm running... Uh, you know, for all these pigs we're taking out, we're not getting that much pork chops out of it. Give me pork! Give me, give me bones! <laughs> yeah, this, all these pigs are dry, Wolfie. 
I mean, I guess we got four. So we'll leave those be. Uh, but yeah, I'm running Sony Vegas 11. I don't know if that... You know, they say, oh, all your programs will work. No, 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 they won't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they won't. Um, and I don't have... And what I'm eventually going to do, I'm going to have to, despite my not happy with Adobe switching to the subscription model, I'm going to have to subscribe to the Adobe stuff, but that means I'd have to learn, I'll, I'll have to abandon, probably for the better, uh, the Sony Vegas stuff and switch over to Adobe Premiere? I don't even know the name of the thing, uh, so I'll have to learn that, but I simply don't have the the, the, the time, I don't have the time right now to be doing that. So I'm gonna stick with Windows 7 on the old computer. And here's my here's my scheme, here's my idea. I suppose I should pitch this to you guys uh, for your thoughts, and I'm sure I'll get a wide variety of responses. But the old computer, currently running Windows 7, uh, is, is got a... Uh, the graphics card right now is a, uh, a GeForce 570. 570. And the reason I never upgraded that graphics card is because no other graphics card would work with Sony Vegas. Uh, but since I'm going to supposedly ditch that, uh, that's that's no problem anymore. Uh, so yeah, it's running a 570 right now. It's got a, uh, a an Intel 2600K, which is a pretty fast uh, processor still. A couple years old, obviously. But still, it's actually the, the processor clock is faster than the current one in my the current gaming PC that I just built. Uh, so what I'm considering, I have to do some math, but I'm considering doing the, the flippy floppy again. And then the current computer that I just built, thinking of turning that into the rendering computer, since it has the latest 6-core slash 12-core... Uh, Virtual cores, uh, processors. It's it's a much better processing computer, and then putting like a 1080 or a 1070 GeForce in the old computer and turning that back into the gaming computer, because games don't use more than one core anyway. So it's better to have one really fast core than 12 kind of fast cores. I'm thinking. I don't know. I have to I have to like do the math. Like I said. Uh, a, to see that there's enough power. Is there enough power, Captain, in that old system to be able to handle a 1080 or a 1070, the newer graphics cards? Uh, but then also to make sure that if I do put a newer graphics card in there, are there any are there any bottlenecks down the line that'll really impact that? So I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about doing that. And then I could also, with the new computer, I could do the whole dual computer streaming thing, which is supposedly better for, for twitching, as in game on the one computer, but stream through the other computer. These, these are all plans that are formulating in my head, and then I'll be able to just register and, and use the, the new Adobe stuff on the new computer and just ab abandon or whatever the old one, and then I'll be able to upgrade to Windows 10. And sure, in a month or two, yeah, I'm gonna have to pay $100 to upgrade to Windows 10, but it's better than forcing myself into a situation where I have to by the end of the week and then screw everything up. Speaking of not screwing everything up, let's go to sleep before uh, Creepers screw everything up, and we'll continue in the morning. And... Oh, Windows 10-ness. <laughs> Windows 10-ness indeed. And yeah, and I guess that's that was their point. That was Microsoft's point about giving a deadline of the free upgrade, is that it makes you... Oh, I'm just carrying around an empty bucket for no reason. 
Yoink. You know, oh, it's a free upgrade until the end of July. They make it sound like you have to upgrade. You don't have to upgrade. <laughs> there's, there's nothing forcing you to, other than the fact that, oh, if, if you want to later, then you'll have to pay the 100 bucks or whatever. Uh, which I'm, I'm still even... The upgrade process I've heard a lot of people have problems with regardless. So I think when I do, and if I do on the old computer, I'll just do a scratch from scratch. Wipe and reinstall from scratch just to make things sure at which point it would be more advantageous to just buy a retail copy uh, or an OEM copy of uh, Windows 10 anyway. Anyway, that, those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. That way I don't have to build a whole new computer. Uh, I might, I'm considering I might want to get another one of the uh, uh, fractal uh, cases that I built the new computer in because it was a it was a breeze it was a, a a veritable dream to build in that case versus the current case that I have which is kind of a a pain and <laughs> just, just the lack of room and flexibility with that I don't know I might do that but that's down the line you know we're talking a couple months even or more or never <laughs> who knows maybe I'll just I just got to get back into the swing of things first and foremost uh, and then we'll start to think about uh, perfecting the ideal recording, streaming, working uh, situation here. And we'll go forth. We'll go forth and and do science from there. Science, indeed. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, I wanted to recommend everybody make sure in the United States that you're registered to vote. It's going to be a very important presidential uh, election coming up here in November, so make sure you register to vote, and make sure you vote. Um, but then, <laughs> I'm going to remind you every single every single episode from now on, uh, but then uh, I wanted to start answering some questions uh, from donors here. We're on episode, like I said, 599 of the series. The next episode is going to be the big uh, 600. Don't have anything in particularly special planned. Really not around any special far lands or busts uh, milestones or anything. August 12th is when one of the Flabathons was. The second Flabathon, I do believe. But otherwise, I don't, I don't know that that's of really any particular importance, and I certainly don't want to hold... Well, we're going to have this episode today, but you'll have to wait till August 12th for the 600th episode. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe, you know, I'll take some suggestions. I'm not going to the nether. We did that once already. Uh, I'm not, uh, that was episode, was that 300 or 200? I can't remember. We went to the nether and we decided, mm, not a place to be. Let's not go back there. We've dug down and gotten some diamonds. I might need some new diamonds, honestly. <laughs> we made some pistons on episode 400. Didn't, wasn't that episode 400? Yeah, we made four pistons and then that's where we got these diamonds where I'm wearing these boots. Um, so yeah, I don't know what other special things to do we could do. Uh, we dug down to Bedrock, which we never did before, in another episode, and then we found the the golden apple of, of episode 311-ness, which we're carrying around with us. So yeah, 600 episodes, crazy! And people have been mentioning, oh, you now have more episodes than The Simpsons, and uh, in a couple, in like 100 episodes or so, it'll be more episodes than Doctor Who, of all the, the Doctor Who episodes. That's kind of crazy to think. Not quite the production value of these these operations, but uh, still interesting to think all the same. But yeah, I've, I've kind of arranged some questions here from donors, recent donors, that are a little bit uh, 
talking more about Far Lands or Bust and the history and the nostalgia and the, and all that stuff. It's kind of themes for the next couple episodes. But the first one here, a huge, you may have noticed a huge jump in the donations uh, at farlinesofbust.com for Child's Play Charity. A very prime reason is the very generous donation from Dravir Sylvanus. Very generous donation. Really wants to see Kurt J. Mack on Crack Pack. Actually starts out the donation message with Crack Pack or Busts! Indeed. But then Dravir asks, Have you ever heard anything back from the Museum of Modern Arts, MoMA? Are they still following along? Uh, and this is in reference to episode 388, Back Yonder. There was an article mentioning how the Museum of Modern Arts, MoMA, MoMA, <laughs> was, was curating, curating video games as art. Uh, if you weren't aware of that, they, uh, I think they had a traveling exhibition about video games as art that went around to different museums around the, the country and perhaps the world, I'm not sure. But one of the things in this article that was written with the kind of the curator of the video games exhibit, they mentioned how not only are the video games themselves art, but now there are derivative art forms coming out of video games, one of which being Let's Plays and Machinima and, and these sort of derivative art forms that are taking video games and making other forms of art from the video games, and they specifically mentioned Far Lands or Bust as this person, you know, walking in one direction in the game, and, and how that in and of itself, uh, you know, could be considered art, performance art specifically, uh, you know, speaking back to the fine art discipline of performance art and how many, you know, the Let's Plays could be considered performance art, depending on how you look at it. And it, uh, you know, they, they specifically mentioned Far Lands or Bust, which was really interesting. Um, but yeah, that was, they never, you know, that was just kind of a, an off mention of the series and myself and what we're doing here. It really wasn't, they never contacted me. I was never personally interacting with the people at MoMA or anything like that. So I haven't heard anything since then. I don't know if I'm, I'm mentioned anywhere in, in their literature or in their exhibits or in their uh, collections. I I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that was really one of those those interesting mentions where you, you, you see, oh, you know, this the, for some reason, <laughs> Farlands or Bust has made its, wriggled its way into this culture or this kind of uh, corner of the world. You know, similarly when... Uh, there was an interview with the developers of No Man's Sky, which is actually supposedly coming out next month. They mentioned, well, there's this Farlands or Bust guy who's walking to the edge of Minecraft. I could see somebody doing something similar in No Man's Sky, since it is an algorithmic, endless universe, you know, trying to reach the end of the universe in, in No Man's Sky. So there's always like, oh, that's cool that the developers of No Man's Sky have heard of Farlands or Bust. So yeah, it's... I'm... <laughs> I'm ubiquitous and everywhere and everything. You cannot avoid the Farlanza bust. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, but no, I haven't heard anything since then about that or from them or anything like that. I, like I said, wasn't in particular in, in contact or anything with them. But, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and, of course, Child's Play Charity thanks you very much as well. Dravir, 
for your very generous donation. I do appreciate it. Roll from the Netherlands wonders. And I actually yesterday asked Twitter if we could do some sleuthing to find out the answer to this question. What is the oldest item in my Farlands or Bust inventory? The oldest item. And I discovered, I went back and started watching old episodes. You might have thought that it was the Diamond Sword of Spawn Pointiness, which I don't have anymore in my inventory. It's back at the, the past uh, F3 monument. I, I knew I was going to miss that jump, but I didn't do anything to stop it. Cavalove! Um, the oldest item in my flob inventory is actually, even if I had, even if I had the Diamond Sword of Spawn Pointiness, it's actually the compass. The compass that it has really no special name other than the compass. I went back and it's actually on episode 10. Remember, we left for the Far Lands on episode 11, but in episode 10, at a minute 45, this was after I'd gotten lost and couldn't find my spawn point. We did a little bit of adventuring and I couldn't find my way back. So I did some caving to pass the night away because I didn't have a bed to sleep. So I did some dangerous caving. I came across the diamonds. Five, I think it was five or seven diamonds. Uh, and then uh, I found some redstone as well. And at a minute 45 into that episode, I crafted the compass that we are carrying right now and walking away from the the, the, the indicator. It was later in that episode at 10 minutes, 15 seconds, so like about eight and a half minutes later, that I crafted the Diamond Sword of Spawn Pointiness. So does those two items were, were, were the first two items that I crafted that I took along. You know, non, non-consumable items. Obviously, I've been through many forms of uh, 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 armor. Uh, I was thinking it would be the bow, but I didn't actually craft the bow until episode... 30? Where, where I have these on my notes. Um, oh, actually, I don't have that on my notes. I think it was episode 30 or so. Or no, no, not, not, not even episode 30. Episode 13, I'm sorry. Episode 13, 14, uh, when I found my first spider spawner, and then I actually got all the string to be able to craft the bow. I thought it would be the bow, because the bows in this version of the game, Minecraft Beta, don't have durability, so they last, they last forever. Uh, but no, the, the, the bow was until episode 13... Uh, or so, and then the the dime. Or I'm sorry, the golden clock of destiny. I had the gold and the redstone from episode ten from that caving expedition, but I didn't actually craft it till I found the fourth piece of gold for my fiftieth episode special. I, I made the, the golden clock of destiny, and then the rest of the stuff. Episode three eleven, uh, the nether rack. When did I go to the nether? Episode two hundred, I think. Was it? I think so. Um, and then the rest of the stuff is all. Consumable items. I found the buckets. I don't know if these are the original buckets or not, but I found the buckets in episode 13 in the dungeon. Um, and, and the rest is history. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. I don't know what happened to the original crafting table. I don't even know if I brought one with. I know I left some. I knew that was going to happen. I know I left some back in the cabin. But I've I've forgotten it multiple times uh, and had to have crafted a new one. So yeah, the crafting table is is not new, or is not old. It is new. It, it newer. It's it's not uh, an ancient item. So yeah, very very fittingly, very fittingly indeed, for for a, a mission such as this, walking west and having to to make sure I'm walking away from spawn, 
The compass is the oldest item in my Far Lands of Bust inventory. Very cool stuff. Similarly, Roll asks, what is the oldest item in your in-real-life IRL inventory? As in, what do I own? And I'm pretty sure, pretty dang sure, that it is a book. Books, you know, old books are kind of easy to come by. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a book. Uh, I, I bought this book. It is actually The Tragedies of Sophocles. Sophocles? I, I don't even know how to say Sophocles. Yeah, I think it's Sophocles. The Tragedies of Sophocles. I have a copy that was printed in 1882. I found it at a bookstore near my college. I really just liked it, you know, one of those really old books that it's kind of small. Uh, it had that really old book smell, obviously, but it had the really ornate kind of, um, uh, not engraved, but you know, the, the, there's a lot of the, the texture on the spine, just one of these really old books that you just anticipate finding in like an old library uh, or like an archival library. Uh, but yeah, I found it. Uh, I saw that it was printed in 1882. Which is exactly, well, not exactly, but is a hundred years before I was born. I kind of found some, there's some meaning in that. Um, 1882. Uh, so I have that. It's kind of fallen apart. The binding glue or whatever has definitely given way, and it's, uh, I, I don't open it up. I haven't read it or anything like that. Uh, I don't really open it up that much. Uh, it was printed in London, uh, and there are some, like, scribbles on it. Uh, on, on the front page, there is an inscription that I can barely read because it's that very old-timey, fancy cursive uh, that I think says 1890-something, so it might have been a gift to somebody in 1890-something in or other, or might have been in a library at that point. I gotta really uh, take a look at it more in-depth. But yeah, I don't... that's like the only... I don't collect old books or anything like that. I just thought that it was really neat-looking, and oh, I was a hundred years older than, than when I was born. Uh, so that's that's kind of cool. So that is definitely the oldest item that I possess. Uh, I also own my grandfather's navy uh, manual called the Blue Jackets Manual. It's kind of the the book I think that they give to uh, to the new navy. Uh, what, are, what are they called? Recruits, I suppose. Um, I have uh, his copy of that. That's from 1940, uh, which is kind of neat to see that it's got all like that. This is what this means, and this is how to tie these ropes, and this is what these flags mean, and you know, uh, the basics of of being uh, a member of the Navy. I guess the United States Navy, Navy before uh, or going into World War II. Um, and it on the front it says it costs 90 cents, 90 cents. <laughs> but uh, I guess they had to buy their own manuals. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those are, that's the the oldest items in my inventory, I suppose you could say. Which is kind of a, that was a neat question. That's I don't think we've gotten that one before. So yeah, I had to actually like hunt it down and look at find the book, uh, the tragedies of Soph Soph Sophocles. I think it's Sophocles. I'm going with Sophocles. That's how that said. A very a very a very old book, translated into old English. <laughs> Kind of, I just thought it was a a, a neat book. The the, the whole uh, the spine of it is is very old old timey embossed. That was the word I was looking for. Embossed and had all like the raised ridges and ornate kind of. They look like carvings. Obviously they're not carvings, but it was kind of kind of neat. 
The printed word. Indeed. So yeah, thank you very much for that donation and that very interesting question roll. This one from Herman. From Herman. Are there any types of styles of clothing or hairstyles, accessories, body arts, piercings, etc., that bother you or simply drive you nuts once you gaze upon them? I thought about this long and hard, and I think my conclusion is... I don't... I'm sure I do, in the back of my head, we all have our little judgy moments, but I don't want to judge. I mean, there's a lot of things that I certainly don't prefer, or I prefer versus not preferring, but I don't think I would say anything drives me nuts. I do have an answer, and I'll tell you in a moment, but I'm, I'm kind of prefacing it with, like, the whole don't be a jerk sort of, <laughs> sort of, uh, situation. Uh, you know, essentially, I, I would be fine letting people do what they want with their style, their types of clothing, their hair, their... Uh, piercings or, or body art or tattoos or, or whatever um, and uh, you know what you know what is really good looking or, or what is is really a, a good aesthetic is is happiness so I, I'm fine with letting people do whatever makes them happy uh, with whatever clothes they want to wear or, or, or coverings uh, or, or not coverings or, or piercings or, or tattoos or you know whether or not they show or they don't you know I often, there's, maybe not, I don't want to call it blowback, but whenever I do mention me wanting tattoos, there, there's a few people who are like, oh, that's gross, or that's, why would you, well, you'll never, you'll never get a job again, and, uh, or, or imagine what it looks like when you're, when you're 70, or whatever, and it's kind of like, okay, so, <laughs> you, you know, it's, I don't find any need for judgment there, and, uh, maybe, you know, when I get tattoos all up and down my arms or whatever, or, or, and they're visible, I, maybe I don't, I don't want to work in a place that wouldn't have me for, for having tattoos, you know? That's, that's, that's the way I look at it, and, and I could say similarly for people who want different piercings that others may consider weird, or uh, modifications to their body or whatever. So, yeah, I don't, I don't try to judge, and I think, and I'm still something I personally struggle with, but I think... When you stop judging others based on their appearance, it becomes easier to stop judging yourself, your own self-esteem based on your own appearance. And like I said, still something I, you know, kind of struggle with. But yeah, the moment you can stop and very honestly stop judging other people and being kind to other people, you can start to be kind to yourself. If I can get really deep and, and, and sentimental-like right now, mmm... Sentimentals. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that's my answer to that. If I was gonna say something, and it's not coming from a place of judgment, um, but just something that I that kind of just it, it more kind of just gives me the willies than 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 say any sort of judgment. Uh, the the what are they called? I'm not sure what they're called. The earlobe hoop things uh, that stretch out the the earlobe. Uh, those things just because to me they give me kind of the the kind of the the, the, the squicky feeling in my throat is just kind of like ah <laughs> that must hurt it just seems uncomfortable but if if people do that if you have those it's fine go ahead um, that's great um, I've specifically been around some folks who who have those things who then have the hoops out and they just leave the dangly open parts that's kind of 
it just, <laughs> I don't want to see that, but if it makes you happy, that's great. So yeah, that's, that's my answer, in case you were looking for a specific answer, that's the only thing I could really come up with. But by all means, uh, stretch your earlobes to, to, you know, where you can throw basketballs through them for all I care. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, no judgment there, it's just like the kind of thing that just was like, oh, okay, that's fine, now. <laughs> I'm gonna maybe stop, I'll try to avoid eye contact with the hoop. But, but otherwise, yeah, um, I, I can't really think of anything specific or that I encounter on a regular basis that I, I, I would really feel I'm not, uh, not uh, comfortable around or anything like that. But yeah, thank you, Herman, for that question. Indeed. So yeah, episode 599 here, wrapping up, right? Yeah, we did the tuna. Yeah, we did. All right. We did the tuna. Mm, tuna. I don't like tuna. If I'm going to judge anything, it's tuna. Not a, not a fan of tuna. Uh, no. I'm trying to think of a situation where I would choose tuna to consume. And uh, I don't know how I got on this topic other than mispronouncing tuna. <laughs> um, so yeah. Tuna. Tuna, everybody. Uh, keep going to farlandserbus.com, why don't you? Keep going to farlandserbus.com to donate to Child's Play Charity. Helping us reach this uh, little mini goal of $40,000. Look at this tree! Look at this tree! It's a, it's an ice tree. Like iced tea, but it is, it's an ice tree. Neat. Boop. I don't know if that's going to come out, but it'll be neat if it does. Uh, Farlinesbus.com, donate to Child's Play Charity, helping get toys, books, games, to kids in hospitals around the world. Go fetch! Woof! Have a seat. Uh, let's illuminate the hidey hole. Give me some ideas. I probably won't take any of them for episode 600, but uh, uh, as, as you know, with how far we're walking and how much further we have to go, these milestones start to lose meaning after a while. Um, obviously, we're gonna eventually reach episode 611, which is, I feel like, a little bit more appropriate of a milestone since we left our, our home on episode 11. So the 11s, oops, sorry, the 11s uh, are a little bit more important than the the hundreds, I think, the hundos. But I'll, I'll take your ideas if there's something unique that I haven't thought of to think about. But otherwise, I think we can, I think we can get away having a having a fine, fine old normal episode of Farlands or Bust for the next one. Um, what else? I mentioned Farlandsorbust.com. Woof! Thank you everybody who has donated and continues to donate. Regardless of whether or not you want to see me on the Crack Pack, I know I've even got some donations with comments where like, ah, I really don't like modded Minecraft myself, so I, I could care less whether or not you go there, but I appreciate the continued support for the charity and the series in spite of that. I hope everybody has a good day and a good weekend if I don't see you before then. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. <sighs> Thank you.
Whoop, I didn't. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There. 